everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. This is Daniel Cho, Managing Director of Pathways to Wholeness, Lifestyle Medicine in Toronto. And I'm here with Dr. George Cho, our Medical Director. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Did you know that scientists right now are trying to find what we might call an exercise pill? So think about it. I know if, if we're honest with ourselves, many of us, we sort of drag our feet to to go work out or to, or to exercise. You know, many of us, we think it's a drag. We don't have time for it. But what if there was a pill that you can pop so that you can get all the benefits of exercise without actually exercising? So, you know, we've all heard the term, uh, no pain, no gain. But what if you could gain without any pain? And uh, scientists right now are do, try to do exactly that. They try to find a pill that will give you all the benefits of exercise without actually having to hit the treadmill or to lift weights or even break a sweat. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what the research is in this area. And from a lifestyle medicine perspective, is it really going to work? And do we really need an exercise pill? So let's first start off. So what is this kind of the research that they're doing that's leading them to look for an exercise pill? Yeah, so there's one very interesting study that made a lot of headlines uh, and that uh, gained a lot of uh, interest in the exercise science community. And it was uh, published in 2008. And it was a study where they got rodents. And what they were able to do is they were able to give these rodents a, a, a drug that uh, mimicked what we would call AICAR. Now, in order to develop fitness, you know, you got different metabolic and hormonal pathways. Well, AICAR is one of the activators of the pathways that are necessary in order to increase your fitness mm. in illicit muscle adaptations. What they did was they were able to give these rodents AICAR or ACAR, and what they found was an improved level of fitness by up to 44% in these rodents without them even exercising. Wow. So they're sitting there taking this drug, and over several weeks, they were able to develop their fitness, uh, improve their fitness, and they tested this to uh, gain them to uh, you know pre- and post-testing, and these rodents were actually fitter. It's very interesting. When you read the, the, the authors of the paper, they go and explain their study, but the conclusion was very interesting to me, uh, and it's very it's relevant to our discussion today, because they say, and I'm quoting, in addition to increasing performance in athletes, exercise has beneficial effects in a wide range of pathophysiological conditions. Therefore, understanding the effects of exercise on normal physiology and identifying, now these are the key words, pharmaceutically targetable pathways that can boost these effects is crucial. We believe that the strategy to reorganizing the preset genetic imprint of muscle with exercise mimetic drugs has therapeutic potential. Mm. End quote. Now, the key words here is pharmaceutically targetable and exercise mimetic drugs. What that means is basically they're saying this. Look, we were able to increase the level of fitness in these mice, by them, in these rodents, by them just taking a drug. So they say, but we know that fitness improves health, so then can we create a drug that humans can take to improve health. 
you see, not just fitness, right? So basically, what they're looking for is the exercise pill, a pill that humans can take that will help have the same that will have on our bodies the same effect that exercise does, and which will then be able to help us with various medical conditions. The authors are correct that exercise and fitness can have therapeutic potential in different diseases. But what they want to do is find the drug that can do that, not the exercise. So, so let's take a step back. So, in this study, they gave uh, rodents a pill. Yes, a pill, and they improved the fitness. That's right. Wow. So that's no like, exercise, no sweating, nothing. Right. So they just pills. popped the pill. Yeah, and they improved their fitness. So what they're saying is that now could we? Translate this proof of concept in a rodent to humans, that and that's correct. kind of the research direction that they're headed towards. And they're saying not just fitness, but what their their end point is health, health, medicine, right? Okay, right, yeah. right. So basically, it's exercise as a in a pill as medicine. That's correct. Yes. Right. So do you think, like this, when they say pharmaceutically targetable pathways, they're looking for a pharmaceutical pill essentially to boost. Uh, to have the effects of exercise. So do you think that betrays sort of the thinking that's of modern medicine, this kind of like this drive to just find a pill? I, I, I think it does. Um, you know, we do, the, we do the exactly same thing with food, right? Berries are high in antioxidants, nuts are high in vitamin E. But uh, in, in so many of our minds, because medicine is just pills, tablets, injections and surgeries we can't think of these last of behaviors as medicine mm. right so berries most people wouldn't consider that medicine but you take out the antioxidants you put in a pill form then you got medicine mm-hmm. right uh, nuts aren't medicine so you want to get the vitamin E you put into a capsule and then now you got medicine right and I think um, we're doing the same thing with exercise because in our mindset uh, we have such a limited understanding of what medicine is even though we know that exercise is so beneficial for your health and even in terms of therapy for managing uh, various medical conditions, we we still won't see that as medicine. So now what we're doing is we're looking for the pill. Mm. So it betrays a way of thinking, the way that we view medicine. Mm. This limited view that it's just pills, tablets, injections, surgeries, and labs, and things right. like that. Right? We we don't, we don't, we fail to realize, at least many of us fail to realize that your lifestyle is medicine right so so i mean uh, right now we don't have an exercise pill at least not that i know of um but is this really going to work like can you really put exercise into a pill and derive the same benefits yeah that's a great question and you know with the uh it's very interesting to look at the reaction of different Mm. scholars once this particular study came out you can imagine it would have yeah. gotten a lot yeah, of let's attention look at those. yeah and so you know uh there's a there's a uh, well-known exercise scientist her name is laurie goodyear mm-hmm. and she wrote a paper responding to studies like this and she says uh and i'm quoting here now we now know that regular exercise exercise has profound beneficial effects on almost all organs of the body it is unlikely that a single exercise pill will ever supply most of the benefits of regular exercise don't get too comfortable on that couch just yet (laughs) now the end quote you know the key words is that exercise has beneficial effects on almost all organs of the body 
right? And she says this could be difficult for a single pill, this quote-unquote exercise pill, to really capture all that. Uh, there's another great researcher, very well-known researcher, and the exercise scientist uh, Stephen Blair, and he and others they wrote a paper uh, responding as well to this study uh, or to this idea of an exercise pill. And uh, basically, he says something to effect of, you know, it, it, if it sounds too good to be true, it is that creating an exercise pill will be something akin to creating a cigarette that is cancer-free. Hmm. Basically, his point is, it's it's going to be very hard to do. That. It's going to be near impossible, right? So, uh, so you know, there's there's science exercise scientists who are very skeptical about this idea of creating a pill. That's going to somehow replace exercise. That's going to be able to capture all the benefits of exercise, and you know, I I tend to agree with them. Uh, exercise, as Dr. Goodyear pointed out, affects almost all organs of the body, and therefore, exercise has been shown to be a therapeutically a therapeutically beneficial for for a wide range of medical conditions, both for prevention and also for treatment. Schizophrenia, dementia, uh, cerebral epoplexy, coronary heart disease, back pain, arthritis, cancer, cystic fibrosis. I mean, there's so many medical conditions, and to be able to kind of shove all that benefit into a single pill is 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 really a wishful thinking, in my opinion. Mm. In fact, uh, you know, can anyone name a drug that treats all the medical conditions? That exercise can help with a single drug. You can't, no, right? So, but then why are we think hoping that that somehow there's going to be a single pill that's going to be able to mimic exercise? It seems like a very wishful thinking. And I think if we're waiting for that pill, we'll be waiting a very, very long time. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, the drugs that are out right now, the pills, they might be, they might have a beneficial effect for one type of condition, but then they often have a detrimental effect. Or have these side effects that are detrimental to our health. So to think that you're going to package all the benefits of exercise, which these scientists are saying that affects you know almost all organs of the body, it's it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yes, it's uh, it's I, I think it's going to be impossible. And uh, another th- train of thought, and I, I'd be curious about uh, what you think about this, is I think so. I think the motivation behind is that you know exercise is hard. Right, you know, it's you have to get up, you have to sweat, move around, and you know, I think we have a natural instinct not to do that. Right? right. You yeah. Know, yeah. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. So, but then, so and you know, forgive me for my uh, limited knowledge of exercise physiology, but what I'm thinking is this: so pretend you take this pill as it activates the you know AI CAR ACAR pathway or whatever. But so if it does that in your body, wouldn't it eventually manifest externally as well as in like deep breathing and sweating? Because um, if to have those kind of benefits, it's going to activate some pathways and physiological processes in your body that's going to manifest externally as well. So you don't, you wouldn't really escape the external discomfort, you know, uh, feelings of exercise, like sweating, deep breathing, things like that. Like uh, it just doesn't really seem to make sense to me to think that you're gonna do something inside your body that's not gonna affect your you know external feelings experience of it that could be true um however 
uh, I guess it just doesn't take much effort to, to pop do a pill, it. Oh, okay. right? Yeah. So I think that's where really the motivation is coming from. Yeah. That it doesn't take effort. This is why, for instance, athletes they resort to steroids and all the other um, ergogenic aids. Right? It's mm. it's easy to take an injection. It's easy to take a pill or something that's going to help em- uh, elicit physiological adaptations without. Uh, without putting the extra effort in order to do that. Now, of course, athletes always put effort, but it's like benefits without the needed extra needed extra effort. Right? It's like a shortcut. Shortcut, exactly. Yeah. So I think this is what's driving people um, to look for this mm. because people just don't want to put the effort. So I think um, so when we think about this from a lifestyle medicine perspective, it's very different. And the exercise is a core area of lifestyle medicine. Lifestyle medicine teaches that exercise itself itself is medicine, and there's really no better alternative than to the you know good old exercise. You know, getting out there, putting on your sneakers, sweating, and breathing a little bit to derive the benefits. Yeah, I I just uh, I don't think there's anything that could replace it. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now and in the near future and maybe even in the distant future, uh, I I think the still the best thing to do is to go out and exercise, right? And you know it does take effort, but you know life a lot of different things in life does take effort, and um, I think it's worthwhile to put your effort into maintaining your health. You know, and Daniel, you know, um, I want to just uh, add here. You know the study that we looked at with the rodents that was in two thousand and eight, and then uh, it's very interesting. In two thousand and seventeen, just last year, they there's a bunch of researchers they got together and they wrote a paper about the current state of research in the area of exercise mimetic drugs. Right, exercise mimetic means exercise mimicking drugs. So this is a this is a, about a decade later, and looking at okay, how far have we beca- have we come? It's very interesting. They go. Th- they spend a, a, a maybe seven, eight, nine pages uh, explaining uh, the progress. Mm-hmm. But then, in the conclusion, it's very enlightening. Uh, they say pretty much that an active lifestyle is still the preferred choice for improving body and brain function. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that uh, the mechanisms, the physiological mechanisms, still need further research. And then they say the possibility, now I'm quoting now, a possibility, the possibility of a treatment capable of replacing exercise in its entirety is remote. Hmm. Remote means far away, right? And it's very interesting. It says replace exercise in its entirety, you know? So exercise has so much benefits. And even now, uh, it's, it's still the possibility of creating a drug that's going to be able to replace the whole um, the whole package of exercise is, in their words, remote. Mm. So folks, uh, you know, it's, it's still very far away. Uh, we need to just do what we uh, can do now, which is exercising, mm. right? Using our bodies and exercising. And so I think the message is very clear. Lifestyle, the benefits of lifestyle can rarely come in in just an injection or a pill uh, we have to just live the lifestyle and we get benefits from doing that um, mm-hmm. the, those behaviors yeah i think maybe a, a good closing message is to really find an exercise that you enjoy so i think you know again i think a lot of motivation is that you know exercise 
it's hard it's a bit of a drag sometimes so if you find something you really enjoy and i think there's something out there like a type of exercise that we can all enjoy yeah uh, there's so much variety so you could just find something you enjoy and try to do that regularly with friends and family uh, makes it easier and uh, that way you could really derive the 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 powerful benefits of exercise and enjoy it at the same time that's right yes so Dan, you know in closing i want to just um close off with a thought by dr salas uh, he's a medical doctor and uh, he's really big in promoting exercise as medicine and you know in a paper he he wrote the following and i'm quoting now if we had a pill that conferred all the health benefits of exercise would we not do everything humanly possible to see that see to it that everyone had access to the wonder drug would it not be the most prescribed pill in the history of mankind i think we all know the answer to these questions end quote dr salas here is pointing out uh, a reality that if there were if there was a drug that had all the benefits of exercise it would be the most prescribed pill in the history of mankind mm. Right, but he's not advocating. If you read the paper, he's not advocating that we create the pill. He's saying that exercise is that pill, mm. and that we have that pill available to us now. And his point is, why aren't we utilizing the the medicine that we do have? Right. So, you know, exercise. Uh, we don't need exercise in a pill. Exercise is the pill. It is the medicine that we do have at our disposal now. And when we are physically active. In combination with a healthy diet and so forth, the it does wonders for our, for our body. Yes. Right. So for listeners, you know, don't wait for the pill. Exercise is the pill. Your lifestyle is the medicine, and we it's available to us now. Great. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want to learn more about Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine, you could visit us on our website www.pathwaystoholeness.ca and uh, we welcome your comments or questions on this episode and you can subscribe to future episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music and Stitcher. You can also catch our episodes on YouTube. We also post them on our Facebook page and our webpage as well. And again, if you have friends or family who you think could benefit from the powerful yet simple principles of lifestyle medicine, please do share this podcast with them. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you join us next time. Thank you.